If you like Taste Test and you want to keep the music digestion sessions going every week and get some exclusive bonus content, stick around afterwards for details. But first, let's start the show. It is time to have a taste. Mm, have a taste. What's Jasmine? Hey. Welcome yo. to Taste Test Live. I'm Damian Lamar, host and producer of your weekly music podcast. Our podcast features in-depth music discussions, passion-filled opinions, along with interviews by creatives, change makers, and artisans. And we're back again for another great week. And joining me are my co-host, the lovely, the scrumptious, mm. yes. the voluptuous, yes. the pharmonious, mm-hmm. Very voluptuous. MJ Baker. Hello. And Mr. Blue Francois Extraordinaire. Woo-hoo. You guys good? I'm good. Amazing. Okay. All right. We're going to um, take a quick moment, if you will. And um, I'm really, really excited about today's show and what's on board for you guys to taste and enjoy this half hour. In addition to our music digestion session, we have a few laughs and there's a new segment. It's really not new. It's called Put This in Your Mouth. Yeah. And we have a special guest joining us in the studio. Welcome, Colette Bing. Hi. Also known as DJ Hundil. That's right, because some honeys Hi. don't, but this honey do. Ooh, I like yeah. it. That's the title. Some honeys don't, but this honey do. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Y'all know you like it. You like it. Blue, can you take a few moments and tell our first-time listeners how they, too, can be a part of our show? If you are interested or know someone who might want to promote an upcoming single, new album, concert, or just want to drop by to share your newest project, get in touch with us. Head over to our website at tastetest.live, complete the form, to be a guest on the show. If you like what you've heard, please follow us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Taste Test Radio. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to have a quick song. Let's have a moment for Kobe. Kobe Bryant, Mm -hmm. who has impacted this entire planet. The vibration and the frequency of the planet was shifted, as we know, um, day before yesterday. This recording was recorded on January 28th, and the morning of January 26th, Kobe Bryant, along with his daughter Gianna and seven other passengers, Mm -hmm. were on the way to a game, and uh, the helicopter crashed, um, and he died, and... uh, May he rest in peace. We feel his presence. We feel the loss. I think everybody's mourning the loss. You guys have any words you want to, you want to share about how Kobe impacted you guys? Um, for me, you know, I'm, I'm a 39. I'm 39. So when I was growing up, uh, I grew up on the north side of town. And at that time, um, in 96, when he got drafted, I actually, the first 10 years, I was really into just watching sports and playing basketball. And so first 10 years, I really, you know, enjoyed watching him. Like, I, I probably watched every game. And, you know, we would go out. You know, I was a big Jordan fan, but Jordan, to me, used to look, you know, nervous. Not nervous, but he, he gave him a challenge. Kobe gave him a challenge. And so I respected that. He was bilingual. He came out of high school. 
and that he was like well-rounded and he was very competitive and I really enjoyed watching Kobe like I, I I never had the jersey but I did buy a pair of his shoes when um, at you know when I was I think 14 or 15 mm -hmm. um, so I, I was a, I really enjoyed watching him and I had a, I felt like I grew up with him you know as he went through different because the year he got you know um, drafted was the same year Tupac had died so it was a lot going on in culture and history and music so it was just you know it was just like different for me to see somebody so young just kind of like elevate the game of basketball all together yeah yeah so it was it was amazing mm -hmm. what about you MJ um well I can say that I was never like a Kobe Bryant fan because I was Michael Jordan die yeah. all the way but That's honest. you know one thing that I can say is that I like um you know what you know what I heard of him after basketball I think I was more impressed with you know some of the community service things he did you know um, being a father and things of that nature um, but I also want to acknowledge the families um, you know the children and the parents and the pilot in that flight that also transitioned and um, are now no longer with their families I don't know them but you know just send blessings to them as well yeah, absolutely mm -hmm. uh, may they all rest in peace I mean obviously the, the this this whole thing I mean, we're inundated with the news social media is there's there's videos of Kobe there's photos of Kobe there's photos of Gianna and um, watching him with his children is very beautiful. It is. I've always enjoyed watching him. With and his you know, and Colette, it's my understanding. Like he was a, he was a, he was a dad, but he, he loved, yes. he loved his daughters so much, so much. And you know, all the vi all the videos, even people a that life coach that have to met everyone's him. children. Yeah, yeah. And he knew that Gianna, his, the, his daughter, he said that she was going to be even better basketball player. Oh yeah. Than he was. He wanted, really? He wanted yeah. to make powerful women. Yeah. He did. Yeah, he did. She was good. So. um May they all rest in peace. So yes, we're going to, sure. you know, I wanted to get that out of the way. I have a little chills. I feel his, I feel like a little, huh, okay. Um, just got a little goosebumps for a second. I'm sorry, a little emotional. Um, but we're going to jump right into yeah, our, let's our jump right favorite into segment, and it's called. Um, did anybody watch the Grammys over the weekend? Of course. No. Only parts of it. I basically you only You didn't see any, any of it, MJ? I don't, I don't have a TV in my house. I don't either. Well, well on TV, I just nothing's hooked up to it. There's a black screen always. <laughs> Vanity Fair. <laughs> when I heard about them. Vanity Fair um, had posted the um, the Grammy winners top you know, 2020 to full list, but they were saying that Billie Eilish swept the top four categories, mm -hmm. capping what had been a breakthrough year for her. And I'm not gonna lie, um, P Diddy also spoke had um, you know. Have y'all seen the um Yeah, I, I, I heard it. Too. I heard it. Man, I'm not gonna lie. Three hundred and sixty five days. Yeah, he gave a challenge to all the artists, but I'm gonna tell y'all something. When I watched it, I felt even though I'm not a musician or artist, I felt impelled and it really like touched me that he took that, you know, opportunity to really like share like because he he right. I felt like um, you know, like albums like Erica Badu and Beyonce, like, you know, like I felt like even with some of the categories this year, I felt like I was just like, man. They're just constantly overlooked. Yeah, like, um, and how do you beat Beyonce? <laughs> in a well, you know, and, it, and it, it's a it's a way of snubbing someone yeah. for another level of artistic. So was Beyonce nominated this year? Yeah. Several, yeah. several categories. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, oh, wow. Thing, 
The thing that I paid attention to the most of the Grammys was Tyler the Creator. I yeah. mean, that was my. I mean, I am probably the biggest Tyler the Creator fan. Yeah. yeah. Do you think he for, like he for went over off. a decade? He went. I mean, off. well, first of all, he was you know a new up and he got voted in the Grammys like nine years ago mm-hmm. um, for like new up and coming artists. He did not win, of course, because you know, uh, but. He made Igor this last year, yeah. and that is 100%. That and Raphael Sadiq's album mm. were the best albums of the year. According to DJ Honeydew. According to me. Those were 100%. Those were very thought through. And, and Igor is a breakup album. Breakup albums are always the best. Was it, was it a breakup album from J- he and Jaden Smith? Do you think? Oh, my God, no. Okay. He loves little white boys. Come on now. Um, okay. But when he won... Which I already thought that it was silly that he was put in the um, and he spoke a rap album and yeah, he did he he, he said a great thing about that where he he talked about how you know it sucks that anytime anybody who looks like me um, just automatically gets put in like the black category or the urban category the rap, yeah. category. Um, the rap category and he's like and he literally said like my one of my favorite things like just like that urban is just a fancy way of saying the n word and. It's just a, such a bad. He felt like it was a backhanded compliment to be right. even in that category mm-hmm. because I mean it's totally, it's like a total genre bending album. Absolutely. Why couldn't you just put it in pop? Like why couldn't you have put it in pop? Right. You could have easily gone well, pop. And easily. easily. Well, I was very surprised, you know, because, you know, I've heard of Tyler Create the creator. I really can say I'd not heard any of his music, but this album I did, is amazing. But um. Actually, after seeing his performance, because, you know, one of my friends was like, did you see Tyler, the creators, you know? And so she was like, I, she's like, I don't even get it. She's like, who is this? No, well, what she said was, who is this guy? She's like, his name is Tyler Crater, but I don't get him, blah, blah. And I said, well, pull up the, you know, the performance. And as soon as he started rocking, I understood, I got it completely. Like, the music, just the messaging. You mean, Charlie you know? Wilson from the Gap Band, Char- along with he- Boys to Men, were On- singing... <sighs> Amongst flames. Oh my God! It was amazing. It was an. I have like my hair standing up on my head. It was an amazing performance. I have to say, on his third album, he had Roy Ayers on his album. No, the The Roy Roy Ayers Ayers. ubiquity. Okay, like like wow. Like he has always. He's a genius, and he. He is Kanye level genius without all of the bad stuff. And he's bisexual, which is great. And he's out and he like kills it for this generation yeah. in a way that like no other artist has. And, and he laughed at He the fact. has always made really great music, but yeah. he has never made a cohesive project. I will, I mean, I, I'm not going to say that he's always made really great albums. He's always made great music mm-hmm. and has always flashed in brilliance. But this is a genuine piece of art. Like that, is, Igor is a piece of art and it, you agree. can. And there is literally podcasts about Tyler, the creator, like breaking down like every bit of his albums because he's wow. he really thinks things through. So, you know, on, on, the, on the subject of Grammys, we talked about the, the, the winners. OK, so who got the record of the year? So was- album of the year went to Billie Eilish for When We Fall Asleep. Where do we go? I felt like I used why to. Got, why couldn't you give it to Ariana? Come on, she had a hard year. Yeah. yeah and, and Billie Eilish also got record of the yeah, year. Yeah, she got record of the well. year, which I felt hard placed by her should have won. And she also got song of the year. Also felt like hard place should have won. Okay, and she also got <laughs> best new artist. 
What's record? What's the difference between record of the year and song of the year? I've always wondered. Huh? Clear that up for me. Well, that's you know I don't know. We have to research that and get back with you. Okay. Okay. I think it has something to do with the number of sales versus okay. the versus the number of streams and plays or something like that. Yes, it, yeah, it, you it, yeah, yeah, you're right on. Um, speaking of that, best new artist. Uh, you know, uh, somebody that we're familiar with, Tank and the Bangers, was actually nominated oh, for yeah, best. Yeah, amazing. Which was great. Congratulations yeah, for the nomination. Yeah. They were there. They were and there. Again, again know um lizzo had a good year she did however let him uh, x had a great year but let me let's 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 marinate on tank and the bangers for a second okay tank and the bangers mm-hmm. okay that that group to me i feel got snubbed <laughs> okay thanks for taking the words I'm right sorry. out of my mouth because you did i mean that's it's true they did i think they're she's a wonderful wordsmith she's a poet um, Tank, who's who's the leader of the group, um, yeah. You know, I just don't think there is a lot of thought. It's like it's a matter. It's like almost like a it's a little thing going of favorites going on. You know, well, there's some you favoritism know happening well, here. Well, and oh, you gotta you know, think. You don't say. <laughs> but you know what? Too, it's like because you gotta think about it. Like Billie Eilish, like they've been pumping her hard. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have been. She's been. I like literally. She's the I'm first. Like, oh, she's a record exec. She's dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's so if dream. she, you know, I was like, if I see her one more time, if I see, you know, or whatever, you know. Although I, I think she has a, a nice voice. I, I enjoy. I mean, yeah, I enjoy voice. her voice. Yeah. I, I like her writing. I think her brother is a dope producer. I like what they did with the me. You know, I, I like that that dark punk you know mm-hmm. meets techno mm-hmm. you know soul type pop, deal yes. you know pop yeah let me let but, me tell um, you something I, I was introduced to her or introduced yeah to Billie Eilish by David Luckin the station manager at mm-hmm. WJCT he called me in his, in his in his studio so I'm in like in the electro lounge and he's like you gotta see this and I was like what so he pulls it up on the on the, the, the speakers and he's got like the, the most amazing speakers like all the, like you want to listen to music in in his in his studio, right? And you hear a, a ukulele, jingling, You used to call me on my cell phone, yeah. And she angelic laid it out. She's it, angelic. At it times. was amazing. However, <laughs> right? And I, this is however, and I learned years and years ago. However, is the softer side of but because if you say yeah. but, you negate everything you say before the word however. So, yeah, the song was amazing. Yeah. I think she's an amazing artist. However, mm-hmm. best new artist in the best new artist category, Rosalia. Yeah, Rosalia. Tank and the Bangers. Rosalia is amazing. She, she killed the performance. Rosalia she was amazing. is it was ah, like phenomenal. I mad respect for her. Like there was no reason to, for her to just sweep this, and I don't understand. Thank like you. say that one more time. S- there is no reason for her to just sweep all of these people under the rug like that. And it's not her fault. And I know she knows that she doesn't deserve all of this. And it doesn't make sense why the judges do this all the time. All the time. Well, they all do the time. it. Well, it's like okay, she's a. <laughs> Well, she's the she's 18 years old. She, you know, she's she the first, she youngest Grammy Award winner. She has a story. She has I a know. story. They has she has a story now, and she has even yeah. But even don't the more. others? Don't, don't the, the others? Of course they do, okay. and their stories are just as important. So and let's let's move on from the Grammys. 
Well, wait, wait, wait. Before wait, wait, we move wait. on, oh, I want to I wanna okay. ask y'all a question since we were talking about it because we're about to close out. Mm-hmm. But best pop vocal album. I'm, I'm going to read out the, the list. The Lion King, The Gift be, um, the gift by Beyonce. Thank you, next, Ariana Grande. Hmm. And then number six, Calib- um, Collaborations pro- um, Project by Ed Sheeran. And then Lover, Taylor Swift. I'm so glad Taylor didn't win. And then Billie, <laughs> Billie Eilish won she Best won Pop Vocal. Yeah. So, oh, and one last thing. One last thing before we move on. I think it comes down to the money, man. It comes down to... It can't be. It comes down to popularity and the number of streams. That's it, the money, man. Yeah, for it, sure. It, it's, Beyonce? It's, no, but you got to think about... No, no, no. But but then you... Okay, so you're getting voted. Okay, this is vote, right? right. By mm-hmm. your constituents. So sometimes people can get tired of you winning. <laughs> It's some haters Say up that. in there. Say it's that. haters up in there. So even if Beyonce had the best album, you know, people would be like, Here she go again. Here she go again. She got another. She Don't got, she have enough award? Okay. She's been getting awards for 20 years. I know. Hater. So, so, no, hateration. Right. Hateration. So, you know, so I just, I, I feel like it's, you know, I feel like it's haters out there. And then I also feel like, you know, Lizzo, she had the little. I want to talk about NBA, Lizzo too. Yeah. The NBA situation. So I think. Oh, yeah. She had, so, yeah. so what I'm saying is, you know, if you. I feel like if you're a person of color and you got a little controversy, that that takes points off. It does. It takes points. You get demerits. And so they punish you and they don't want to give you what you deserve. And then if you're a person of color and you got, got too much going for you, if that was Madonna, Madonna would have won all day. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so that's how I feel. It's haters if out If it was there. Madonna, yes, you are correct. Man, mm. I didn't even think about it like that. But I did want to talk about Lizzo real quick. Real quick. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to come back to Beyonce because I have to talk about her. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> Just because. Uh, well, I was watching the MTV Awards earlier this year. Mm-hmm. And it was, I could feel Lizzo's hurt through the television. Mm. Like, I knew she wasn't going to win anything before any of the awards were announced. Like, even looking at her with her bedazzled Patron bottle. She had a whole bedazzled Patron bottle that went with her dress and she was sipping. And she knew she wasn't going to win anything. And she knew Taylor was going to sweep it. And you could see the hurt behind her eyes no matter how much she smiled. Like, whatever. Like, And, gosh, I feel really bad for Lizzo because she's had such an amazing year. Um, But I think that as an artist you just kind of already do these things. Mm. And, and as a woman of color artist, you already know these things. Mm-hmm. Ari Lennox knows too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a whole like I, I can, I can <laughs> yeah, have a whole like that that whole conversation. About, I know I need like a while drink we're on to the have subject that conversation. Of Ari, <laughs> she doesn't look like a dog, and if I hear somebody say she looked like a dog one more time, that's right. so mean. I know. <sighs> okay, um, but let's talk about but Beyonce. Beyonce. Yeah, there is uh, according to BET.com, what Grammys? Beyonce and Jay-Z hosted the biggest party over the weekend uh-huh. with the annual Rock Nation brunch. Oh, wow. That was dope. And I have to say, the entrances, the floral arrangements, the the charcuterie. I mean, they're billionaires. It, the, you just, 
it was over the top embellishment. Like there was copious amounts of food where people were like practically eating off each other's plates. Cause she's like, I don't need to go back up there. Just pass me a plate. Mm-hmm. You know, they sitting down yeah, just having, were nice. it, it was a great. Real key key. And Beyonce for the first time in a minute, since she had Rumi and Sir mm-hmm. for a minute, she looked like a snack. I ain't gonna lie. <gasps> I'm just saying, like, I mean, I was like, that. she looked real snackish. Like, the snack was back. Oh, my God. You're like, the snack is back. You're so silly. And, I, you know, I think Al Pete and I, we discussed this the other day. <laughs> was this, he, okay. He, he agrees. Was it the same day as the Grammys? This was I wish they would have the done before. that. This was the day I wish before. they would have done it during the Grammys and no yeah. people of color showed up. And then they just had the most amazing Kiki while everybody else was at the Grammys yeah. and like none of them were invited. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been amazing? Yeah. Cause they're like, we ain't winning, so uh, we gon' we gon' uh, yeah. we gon' party. And they had it where they do they do it, they do it anyway because they already knew. Yeah. A lot so- of them knew. <laughs> Yeah. Right. They already knew. Rihanna showed up with a, bo- uh, a Bogetta Vendetta dress on. Mm. Um, Meg The Stallion, she had Versace Ensemble on. Um, I did see that. I that mean, was beautiful. Yeah, it was star-studded, you know. And Leonard Fournette was there. He's a he's a Rock Nation. Uh, eight. I mean, he's a he, he, he's uh, he's represented by Rock Nation, so he was there. So, so yeah. Um, okay. Um, Last but not least, um, in you know, I, I I remember we spoke about Eminem and Nick Cannon going back and forth, yeah. and I I guess he never really uh, re- retaliated in a song or a diss song, and he miraculously dropped a whole album, a surprise album. Yeah, surprise. What's, what's album. the name of the album? Uh, it's called Music to Be Murdered by, <laughs> and it actually this is his tenth straight number one album. And I was very, I was very shocked because I actually listened to it from the beginning to the end, and I was very impressed. I actually like this album better than I like a few of his. I'm just talking about Eminem albums. Yeah, yeah. No, but like what? Okay, <laughs> better than Slim Shady, like the original. No, no, I'm not gonna put it there. But I'm talking about with, where music great. and culture is now. Because Slim Shady is more like it was weird, like. But well, I, was, I that was the introduction. That was the time. That was the yeah, time. That was him. Yeah. But but it was like it was catchy music. He had uh, relevant artists on there. He he changed his style. He I mean it was a lot of you know the beats was like I really enjoyed it from the beginning to the end. I, I think when it dropped at midnight, um, I got Apple Music and I paid monthly for it and I got to enjoy his album and I was very impressed. Like I was very wow. very impressed. That says a lot. But his uh, other album, Kamikaze, I, I didn't really like that. But this one, uh, for them, for it, for it to be number one, I, I would definitely have to admit Billboard did a good job letting this be number one. Well, so do you think, because you know a lot of people were complaining about the title um, of this album, I guess some of the titles of the tracks, you know, did you feel like that, I mean, was it, you know, because it's, cause it's kind of dark, some of the titles, like, did did you get that from I, the music at all? I think that he was addressing subliminally um, a lot of the like issues that he had with Machine Gun Kelly. Um, you know, like his issue. You know, people like um, like from the Breakfast Club talking about him. Like he addressed certain things subliminally. So I think that those those uh, titles were like, if you will, synonymous to how he was feeling towards a person because he would drop. He dropped. Like he mentioned over fifty uh, rappers in his music. I mean, on the album, and he would he dropped the names of the people that he was beefing with. But I don't think he mentioned Nick Cannon that I recall. But he did mention the situation. Because he already said what he said. Yeah, right. yeah. He's like he he responded. So yeah. yeah, it is dark and twisted. But that's him though. He's a. I mean, 
I feel like he catered to people who cut slit their wrists or oh. who pop pills. Oh. So, I mean, honestly. That's loaded. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, that's you, the kind you of... You think so? No, definitely pills. Pills people. Yeah, like... <laughs> <laughs> if you listen and to... Cole's like, yeah, like, they, they pop Shady, his <laughs> He mentioned where he's talking about... I can he like he can slit it. He was talking about slitting his eyes, slitting his wrist, like on his first album. Yeah, like he, yeah mean, he, for sure. I mean, my tears gone cold. I'm wondering why. Come on. Yeah. Gotta have a bed alone. Mm, yeah, he sad like he caters to. Wow. Like that's a, that's a market. Like people who. It is a no. It's for sad. So people. it's emo rap. Basically. It's emo rap. Wow. Yeah. Kind of like yeah. no. It's like the same kind of people who listen to Tech Nine. Oh, okay. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, like, you hit it on the head. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, great, great comparison. Really great comparison. You know exactly who I'm talking yeah. about. They, like, love Monster Energy drinks. <laughs> it's, like, the only thing that gets them out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Their pee is, like, battery acid. Oh. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Of course Jesus. he's editing this. Let's move on to this next section. Oh. That thing, that's it. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, that was, that, was, that was all you could put in your mouth. <laughs> a whole foot. Yo, a whole, whole foot. foot. A whole All foot. five toes. Low oh my God. Dang. Oh my God. <sighs> okay, I'm going to take a quick, let's take a quick moment to just <laughs> regroup. Don't you go anywhere. We have a lot to discuss, Colette. We'll be right back. Right back. Taste Test Live is a fully syndicated podcast and is on podcast services or wherever you listen to your podcast. Taste Test Live is supported by listeners like you. If you enjoy the show and want to make sure I can keep making it at this rate, then head over to tastetest.live and click the button that says Patreon. There you can learn how you can help and get some perks for your support. If you're unable to support Taste Test Live financially, then share the show. Tell your friends about it and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast service. I really enjoy sharing this podcast with you and producing it every week. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome back to Taste Test Live. I am Damian Lamar and I'm here with Blue Francois, MJ Baker, and our guest this week, DJ Honeydew, a.k.a. Colette Gillette, the best a man can get. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. It's just Colette. You are you are so punny. <laughs> I am kind of punny. You're punny. I'm I like a punny it. lady. You're punny lady. So listen, I am so glad you're here. Um, welcome. Hi. Thank you, you your for having ener- me. Your energy, you you call, you cause a lot of ruckus amongst us. She oh, do. Yeah. I'm we might ball. have to have you as a recurring person to come on. Yeah. We just, sure love the ball. Come on. Yeah. So Bye. Colette, like I'm I'm super excited that you're actually joining us. I know um, this is really fun. I'm enjoying all of you. Yeah. This is good. Um. So listen. Um. You kind of snuck up on Jacksonville. I did. I did a real quiet. I I, I moved here from Seattle about five years ago, and I, I kind of came down here to hibernate. I was 21 at the time and feeling a little bit too big for my britches in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was involved in like a jazz collective at the time. I'm a vocalist. And um, I kind of just wanted to see who I was a little bit more before I really delved into expressing myself on larger platforms and and things. And I figured out that I'm a healer and a creator. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't really matter to me which one I do for money because I'll always do both. Right. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. because uh, that's you. It's who you are. Yeah, it's who I am. And I think that, you know, 
life's an adventure. So go back to that. How did you figure that out? Um, lots through lots of mistakes and a lot of self love and giving my space, give, no, giving myself space. I guess. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you got yeah you got to give yourself room to f up you know and breathe and breathe and yes. Grow. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's beautiful. It took a long time. It took longer, I think, and you know, that always takes longer than you think it's going to. But So you actually did some growing here in Jacksonville. It's like I we, did. You arrived here. And we, I feel like Jackson's growing with, Jacksonville's growing with me, too. Yeah, I, I mean, I it's exploding too. lately. And it's it's been beautiful fault. to watch. It's my fault. Y'all yeah. are having so much fun being so, sleepy in here. Mm. It's so, I mean, this place, when I, when I first moved here, it was... <laughs> It, oh, was, it was sleepier it, before it was you got, so like, yeah. sleepy yeah everything's like just moves like molasses yeah. but things have really been speeding up and i'm really loving um the age uh of like people who are around like 20 mm -hmm. 19 21 mm -hmm. wow they're gonna do some really really great stuff i see they're that. already doing it they like that's a really good they're all pictured generation. in tony smiley book yes they are introducing jacksonville to jackson 100 percent yeah they are. so um, I think he did a really good job depicting the current um, scene. Yes, and energy. And the energy that is what Jacksonville, like. young Jacksonville. Yes. And I, I feel good because I, like, I, I feel like I can step away and come back and go, Bob, thank you guys for... Thank you for holding it down. For, yeah. yeah, like thank you for uh, doing something that those of us older than me... Yeah, like I think that Jacksonville has had... Uh, it just had a lull. I think that people really held it up mm -hmm. for a long time. And you can't have just like a few people only holding a community for for so long, right. and then it gets stagnant. Um, and well, I we think get that, tired. Those of yeah, us who yeah. are holding the community, we get like it's like you know the Atlas Syndrome. Of course, bro, my back. And then it gets so <laughs> slow that it's like nobody knows how to start. You know, um, there's and there wasn't a lot of starters, and now there's a lot of people starting things, and and I think that it, it's just gonna keep snowballing, mm -hmm. and I'm so excited. So, how did you get into DJing? Gosh, I mean, as a even all throughout school as a kid, like I was called like the human iPod. I mean, anytime anybody needed to know the song to anything or know the name of any song or anytime a song came on, I mean, I, I only had to listen to it seven times and I knew every word. And like, mm. you know what I mean? I would, I, I was obsessed with like playing music over songs over and over again until I understood every breakbeat or every like exactly where everything comes in i'm like uh, my friend calls me the queen of the ad libs mm. i know r random ad libs from you know seven years ago i haven't heard that song in forever it, that's always stuck with me and music's always been a big part of my life mm -hmm. um and it's always been very therapeutic and people have always asked me to make them mixes and and things um and it's just it was kind of like my other job is also massage therapy and that's always just been second nature to me too yeah um so music, so music and massage. Music and massage, yep. Healing the world through touch and sonically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's a true passion. Um, it's something I always wanted to do, and that's something I wanted to start doing in Jacksonville. So like when I first moved here, I mean, I I just bothered and knocked down the people <laughs> at, at Birdies into finally letting me play there on a random weeknight. You know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> let's let's set the stage for a second. Our okay. really good friend. Jihan Grant mm -hmm. married my longtime friend and former bandmate. And when we we were in band together, played tenor sax. He, I played tenor sax and he played alto. Tenor sax? Chris, you played tenor White. sax? I did, yeah, I did. Wow, I loved I tenor was sax. never as good as Chris. 
Right. <laughs> so Christopher White played, and then years and years and years later, he becomes engaged to my friend G. Han, who I met through the Cultural Council. That's awesome. Right? right. And then I was invited to their wedding, and then you were there. <laughs> I was. That was the most beautiful and I, wedding. And I noticed you because you're noticeable. <laughs> like she she has the same kind of energy that my very first girlfriend well, she wasn't my first girlfriend she was the first woman that I fell in love with who Damn. lived in Charlotte no yeah but you you have that kind of energy that's very it's sweet like, thank you round the way girl we'll kick your ass <laughs> um, we'll, we'll do some runes we'll probably rub a rock under her arm but we'll you um, know definitely make you dinner but we'll kick your ass you make know? you dinner make some real good love and it's super supernatural. <laughs> and um, a city girl, but you know, t- so tune in tune and very very aware. You reminded me of of, of her. Wow, that's a I really... won't mention her name Aww. because I might get emotional. It's been like twenty two years. You know Aww, what I'm saying? Buddy. So. Hmm. That's really anyway. Sweet. Thank I you met so you, much. and then I, I watched you kind of like from afar, and then then Al Pete start DJing, and you know what she did? You know what she did, y'all? Dance. Oh. Oh, did she dance? <laughs> she went off. And I was like, dang, this girl, like, I mean, who? she was on the ground. What was that, was that one dance, y'all, like, that you like oh. when you go all the way down to the ground? Oh, you talking about? It's a certain song, and everybody was on the ground. Swag. swag surf. That's it. That's classic. So what were you feeling in that moment? I was feeling like I had to swag surf on this ancient plantation that we were on. Like, all of my ancestors are like, you better swag surf and you better do it right. <laughs> we were on the most beautiful plantation. Yes. And it was all of the, it was black excellence. The whole wedding was yeah. just gorgeous. It oh, was. my gosh. Oh, my lantern. And the, per- the I, most perfect I didn't even day. know what I was doing there. I was telling somebody this today. I was like... Because they were like, how did you end up, you know, getting work with, like, WJCT? And I was like, I got invited to this wedding that I felt like I wasn't important enough to be at. And then I manifested being on the radio for months. And then I met somebody who wanted to put me on the radio at this. And it was like, I felt like I was at that wedding because you were there. And... Also, I, I love I love Jihan and Chris. Shout out, y'all. We love yeah, you guys. We love so you. Much. Do. We absolutely do. We absolutely do. So I can't believe I got to go to your wedding. That was beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a beautiful moment. It was a beautiful moment. So, um, let okay. So recently, you we had the privilege, and actually, when the time we're recording this in just a matter of a few hours, your show will be broadcasting. So we had we sat down in the yes. studio, and you brought every song. And you created a beautiful show and you introduced, I would say, about 95% of the music that you brought. I, I had never heard. And it is a vibe like you you blew my mind. Wow. Thank you. So. I'm glad to hear that. So what, what artists are we, we, did you well, bring? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I tried to pick stuff that. I was really hoping that you wouldn't know, or you know, only B sides of stuff. That it worked. You would know. It's great, awesome. Um, I did a lot of uh, you know classics uh, for people who listen to, um, who are in tune with hip hop and mm-hmm. and look for the originals because mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I that's probably my favorite part about hip hop is that it's basically just an encyclopedia for for the greats <laughs> and um I, as long as you're listening you can you can find some but really you, life-changing music but there anyway. was even a moment where you like you said okay i gotta play two she played two gospel songs 
we're wow. gonna play gospel. I mean, mm-hmm. like straight up. Okay, here's the chill bumps again. <laughs> Thank well, you, God, by Durando. Yes. Followed by "Like a Ship" by Pastor T. L. Barrett. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, so, what? How did you describe gospel? I'm sorry. Uh, gospel as being um, basic, basically some of the most powerful love songs because it comes from a completely selfless and fully thankful kind of love like the love for your creator um is some of the most purest love you can ever experience for sure mm-hmm. um so i mean the whole show was centered around um love and loneliness so songs that were obviously you can i feel like you can obviously hear when a song is written from lo- loneliness and when a song's written from pure love yeah mm-hmm. you, you can feel that energy it, it, you can it feel emits. it yeah sonically uh, yeah i like powerful stuff like that mm-hmm. um so there's there's a ninth wonder on there randomly but <laughs> uh i i want which to was, hear good. It. It was good <laughs> um there's uh let's see tim maya uh bill withers is a a nice little b-side of his mm-hmm a classic by War. Don't let no one get you down. It's one of my yeah. favorite songs. Dudley Perkins, another Dudley. side of the uh, of of um, yep. formerly Stone Throw, yeah. but Georgia Ann Muldrow's husband. Oh, yeah, you didn't know that. I didn't. Da da da. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, no, thank you for me. It was a, it was a fantastic show. And if if you haven't had an opportunity to listen, I'm gonna do a, a, an amazing favor, like I did when we we recorded the Balance King. We interviewed him, and then. We shared it. So if you are a Patreon supporter, only you will have access to listen to the show off, off on demand. Awesome. So, cool. yeah. So if yeah, this is your opportunity, head over to tastetest.live and you can find out how to do that. So, um, yeah. Um, what's coming up for you? What's 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 next for Colette? What's next? I mean, I'm just trying to get a bunch of music on the Internet, you know. Um, but right now I have... Uh, I have my own residency at the Buckner's Beer Hall in Murray Hill. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful uh, German uh, food and drink spot. Um, very authentic, beautiful speakeasy vibes. Um, and I'm going to be playing music on our every Saturday night. And that's something that I, I, I love that gig. I get to do whatever I want. It is not a dance club or anything like that. If you love good music and you love good food and atmosphere and energy, please, please come and stop by. Where, where are they located? Uh, Murray Hill, um, in the back of the Black Hat Vapor Shop. You, you don't have to have a password, but you do have to go through the business and sneak on by <laughs> through, the, okay. through the back door <laughs> okay like a cat would. yes mm-hmm. yeah. okay well congrats that's, thank you that's beautiful i will be there to help celebrate awesome on some saturdays beautiful yeah. thank you you guys got any any questions i'm, I'm um, sure you want to know she's like so intriguing so um as a dj um do you feel competition when you see other women djs is there like like a com- absolutely not really? we have i think that there is a little bit it's all about how, like, I don't feel any, here, let me read them. I don't feel threatened by other DJs. We all offer something different. Mm. I think that as long as you're, as a big job as a DJ is making sure that you're getting the gigs that you want. If you, the only thing I'll, I'll be like, man, it would be so fun to do this gig. I mean, like, that's my fault. I didn't, I didn't find it. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, right. Um, there's nothing to be jealous about. There's room, room enough for all of us, really. Mm. And I don't, 
I, I don't know. I feel that way about DJs in general. I don't. <laughs> I'm always super stoked when I see other women DJing. Really? Oh my god, yes. There's like none of us. Why would I ever be jealous of them? <laughs> Do you know Kiki <laughs> Bang that? Uh, who? Kiki Bang that. She's a popular DJ here. Well, she's a uh, popular hip hop rap DJ here in Jacksonville. Where does she play at? Um, like Manhattan. Um, Where's that? A lot of the hood clubs here in Jacksonville, Florida. Where's Manhattan? <laughs> it's on Bay Street. It is. The, I'm not oh, saying the elbow oh. district. Yeah. I'm not saying Manhattan, oh. but I'm it's gotcha. a ghetto. Manhattan, but yeah. It's a, she plays at a lot of the hood clubs. I've it? actually probably heard her on my way. It's like past myth. It's like yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Yes. I've heard some interesting DJing come out of there. Mm. I mean, I don't want to go and be in the club and be bothered. I'm not really that kind of person, but exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you, but I we, can. We club hop like, one night. I, yeah, we. I think we, we wound hop? up. We wound up at at Hawkers, and we had. Well, a yeah, really nice that was like bar hopping. That is bar, not club. It was bar I, can't, bar I, I am not a club person. <laughs> yeah, me either. But that's that's why I, I didn't go. I mean, I went with you because it wasn't like clubbing. It was more like bar hopping. But I we can went do out. like house music. I can do like that kind of stuff. You know, it's a little bit more chill. Some house DJing. Yeah, yeah. And of course, she goes into Rain Dogs. And oh, was a DJ I love Rain And then she just went off again. Like I was like, oh, like when she's you say back. go off, like she like t- she she she. No, I'm like, a really like good dancer. She danced just oh. like she danced at G- Chris and Jihan's wedding. Yeah. She Dan- dance is my third love for sure. Yeah, she she took over the dance floor. Like everybody moved out of her way so she can. People move go out of off. the way. Like a dancing fever, dancing machine. Yeah. Yeah. Like they hard, get their like hard out. too. They like get their little phones out. That's so cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a chance to really see, like you, MJ always says, like when we we went to Porch Fest in November oh, okay, last year, you. and she she commented like every third person I spoke to, which was like virtually impossible. Not every third. <laughs> but guess what? How do you think every I second. felt when I went out with her in her turf in Five Points? Oh my God! Everybody <laughs> knew her, and I was like, "How you know her? You know, it was it was just." Interesting to see. It was, well, it, it was I, admirable. I tried to immerse myself in the community for sure. Wait, say it again. You got a taste of your own medicine. I did. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Have a taste. Have a taste, buddy. <laughs> I definitely tried to immerse myself um, in the neighborhood when I first moved here. I mean, out of loneliness, but also out of wanting to... <laughs> You know. <laughs> Thank you for admitting that. <laughs> yeah. Some people would say, I'm just a natural, <laughs> you know, <laughs> sunshiny person. Be lying. No, I was lonely. I wanted to I was friends. lonely. I wanted friends. <laughs> but also, you know, I wanted musicians' friends, you know, and I wanted I wanted creative friends. And I, I wanted to, you know, have friends that, you know, ask me to come over and we just paint stuff and, and sing mm-hmm. and dance around the house. Yeah. Or hang around more often. <laughs> there's there's all kinds of stuff that happens like that. So we I really appreciate you coming by and, and sharing. So much and, fun, y'all. Yeah, this was good. Your that feedback and your energy is great. Thank and um, I wish you the best. I can't wait to see you go off again. Same I can't wait. I can't wait to to. Uh, we got blessings waiting for us, buddy. Yeah, we do. From your mouth to God's ear. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Blue. Yes. Can you take us home? I sure can. If you like what you heard, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Taste Test Radio. Please visit tastetest.live to find all of our old episodes and hear more by subscribing to our podcast. We're on nearly every service out there to include Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, TuneIn, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube, or wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Yes. Um, Just search tastetest.live and you can subscribe to our channels. You'll get notified the moment we release an episode. And if you really love what you heard, 
leave us a review. You can also do that on our website. Um, the website logo has changed. I got some really great feedback for the direction that we're going in. And um, there's going to be some amazing changes that are going to be occurring whoop, whoop. to Taste Test Live. We're yeah, getting ready yeah. to get real crunk. Mm. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's, what, that's how you want to end it. Yeah, we're going to be crunk. Okay. Do people get crunk anymore? <laughs> Say five. Yeah, our, our show, our podcast is gonna be five. Oh boy! I still don't sound right coming out of my mouth, does it? Crunk yeah. sounds way worse. Okay. Try it again. No, I don't want to. <laughs> I give up. Aww. On that note, yeah. thank you, friends, for uh, listening, and um, thanks. Bye. Bye. This episode of Taste Test Live has been sponsored in part by our friends at WJCT. WJCT is a leader in public broadcasting in Northeast Florida. Please support local radio and television. WJCT is a nonprofit organization. Consider making a pledge or making a donation. For more information, head over to wjct.org radio.